We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Oh my God, and he had assist against Chelsea. No wonder you think he's so good. Goal and an assist in a game and a half against Chelsea. You're like wondering where he is on all the golden boot talk. <laughs> oh, I think we I think we have found my week the my weak spot here in my analysis. Thank you so much for that, Andrew. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, and with me, as always, is the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Andrew Laird. Andrew, uh, thank you always for joining us. Uh, I guess the best way to s- describe this uh, game week, uh, game week number 31 in the Premier League, is uh, let's just get this over with. <laughs> I thought you were just going to go with short. <laughs> I mean, I, I think uh, it's as interesting as it is short. It's pretty brutal. I mean, like, if you were like, what are the four games that we wouldn't ever want to see but you have to include at least one top six team? Um, I think this is a pretty good attempt. It's 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 god-awful. <laughs> you mean, don't think we're going to see a bunch of 4-3 games here? Uh, we could. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a terrible take. I mean, it's not a... I wouldn't be, <laughs> you it wouldn't people. be... I know I hate that. Uh, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I because it's not, and it's not because either of the teams are any good. It's because they're that bad, and that's what makes this a bad game week. Yeah, but that could lead to high scoring, and who doesn't love high scoring? Well, well so I guess we have to separate two things here, right? Whether it's good or bad versus whether it's entertaining, right? I I think uh, yes, uh, but I think from 
most casual people and even those who are serious but not necessarily supporters of these teams, I think very poorly defended high-scoring games are better than well-played low-scoring draws. Like I would Depends. much prefer to see a defensive comedy of errors in a 3 nothing or 3-2 game than I would a really hard-fought 1-1 draw between Huddersfield and Crystal Palace. Fair enough. That's that, that I, that's definitely a defendable stance. I, I can't. I'm, I would be arguing for the sake of arguing. I'm not. Uh, I, I feel no strong way towards either side. I just basically with these games, right? What what's hard here is looking back at what they what these teams have been doing and trying to say this is what's going to happen this weekend. That is a <laughs> difficult a task. Point. Yes. <laughs> Except for one team. Like we know what right. one team's going to do and we don't know what seven teams are going to do. We pretty much know what the other team is going to do against the team we know that we know yeah. of. Yeah, no, but yes, all, the other six, yes. I think it's a very good observation. But don't, like. but do not worry, Andrew. They are still making us get up at seven thirty in the morning. I don't think so. Or eight? Oh, sorry, no, that's not true. Yeah, you're. you're no. no, actually, is it eleven now? It's eleven. Yeah, it's oh even better. God. Yeah. <laughs> so they gave at least they gave us the extra hour to do something in the morning yeah. before we watch this crappy weekend of soccer. Mm-hmm. At least in the all Premier right. League. There's always MLS, right? There is a ton of it. I did well last week on the uh, on MLS. Of course, you pr- did. You use our rankings uh, exclusively. Yeah, see, that's what happens. <laughs> that's it. I. There, I so, there, it was a it was it was a good it was a good week for me with you know using RotoWire products. Yeah, I, I guess wanted so. I, I won a bunch of basketball DFS slates by blindly just selecting. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, and then just having the optimizer do the rest of the work, and that worked very well for me. Yeah, that that should work every time. Um, but yeah, the I have I basically I am knowledgeable about MLS. I am not nearly as knowledgeable, and I'm willing to admit that than the guys who do the rankings. And I have used the rankings for my own team exclusively for the last two years. I happen to do a podcast with them, so I'll say I use the podcast and our rankings. And I finished eighth overall two years ago, and I was 95th last year, which was, like, somehow disappointing. Uh, but I won a trip to MLS Cup because of them. So, like, I'm I'm all in on our rankings. a boy. Good job, guys. And that would be the MLS version of the fan, uh, of the Royal This is what happens when we have four podcast. crappy games in the Premier League. Yep. We start, we, we start wandering. <laughs> we haven't even talked about a game yet. No, no. Um, you can just say we'll move on. We don't have to talk about it. But something that did happen uh, yesterday, I believe, was uh, an email from our friends over at Taga. And I, I, before going too far into it, I do want to know if we can or should talk about it here. And while while <laughs> everyone else is listening. Yeah, I was going to say, well, um, I'm sure we – I mean, I don't have any – Inside everything I know about Taga was in the email they sent out to everybody, and well, uh, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the actual audience was. I don't know if it was to everyone. I everyone, it was I to think every, it was. I assume it was to all users. But um, now that we've said all this, I hope it was to all users. Um, <laughs> but basically, yeah, Taga announced that they need some money and they'd like people to donate to play, which I. I mean, that's what you got to do at this point. They're 
basically saying that they're hoping that they can finish out this season. They're confident they can, and they're not sure about next season. Um, there were some issues with their previous CTO that apparently cost them a good bit of money just to fight him in court, which is kind of a pain. But um, yeah, it's disappointing because it's a mm. it's a great platform. Um, I'd be perfectly content playing on Taga if it was littered with ads as well. So um, feel free to put those on, guys. I don't care. Uh, I think most people are used to that anyway. So um, <clears throat> I don't know what the solution is. I don't have nearly enough money to really help them in a large capacity, but hopefully somebody does. Well, I, I was hoping that we would just talk about it here. Raise We can raise awareness for free, Andrew. Okay. Uh, but I do kind of basically just a, you know, well, I love talking about me. So I just feel bad now because I keep tweeting on a lot of Saturday mornings like, oh, it's time to play the most dangerous game, picking up waiver wire, uh, doing waiver wire pickups at 9 a.m. on a Saturday for Taga. <laughs> like it's now I kind of feel bad. Well, I hope you give them lots of money then. Well, uh, I have, I, I have give, I will be giving some. I haven't yet, but it's on my mm-hmm. to-do list for later today. Okay, one of your hundred post-it notes that's stuck around all your stuff. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, I mean, as a technology project manager, right? Like, I, I, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but basically, I have columns of like where of the status of all of my tasks, and I just use sticky notes and I move them from one column to the next. Okay. Well, good luck with. It. I just. Does it, does, do it, does everyone else not do that? <laughs> <laughs> I just do the work. I just I'm so forgetful, Andrew. When I have like a list of like you know more than four things to do in a day, which is almost every day, I have to keep track of what every where everything is and what I need to accomplish by the end of the day. Yeah, whatever works. So for for everyone who is having trouble remembering and getting all their tasks done, that's a good way to do it. Mm. Anyway, uh, we go on here to our first game of the Saturday slate, which uh, first of four, um, if you're in a Taga league with me, you're likely going to beat me this week because I have very few players on any of these teams. I mean, you would there assume some a lot of people have... don't have that many players on these teams. Yeah, know, but... Like... I mean, I in the in the Tiger Premier League, I have a grand total of two players that are playing um, out of my entire roster, and one of them is Yohan Kabai, who may not play. <laughs> but we'll 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 get to them. We'll get to Crystal Palace in a minute here. The first eleven o'clock game I want to talk about is Burnmouth, your favorite, at home against West Brom. Uh, you gotta love Burnmouth. Uh, there, there's really no reason to like West Brom to do anything. Yeah, I I mean, I agree with you. Um... I it's, have. Amazing, it's amazing how Alan Pardew is that bad. Really? We didn't see this coming? I'm pretty sure no. we saw this coming. When you fire Tony Pulis, because he, even he's not getting the team to perform defensively, like, there's got to be something. I think else. there was more the, more than that. I mean, obviously, the defensive issues, there were defensive issues, but like they didn't bring Pardew in to lock up the back. They were saying we need to open this up, and the, I mean, he kind of that. did. He did that, but they're getting blasted now defensively. Like they just went too far. They should have hired Mark Hughes, obviously, who's going to save or South Marco Man. Silva. Yep. Was can't Silva fired still already? I think Pul- didn't Pulis get fired before Silva? I can't remember. Yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah. You're probably like, right. I get the Marco Silva stuff. 
But I'd like to see him like succeed in the Premier League before everybody's like, he should definitely take the next job. But when you say they've opened it up, like they haven't. Like they scored four times in their past five games. Yeah, but they're shooting more. I mean, they're they're trying harder. They're getting more attempts on goal. Like I think that's you can't you know you can't score just as just as few goals with fewer sh- mm-hmm. the same low number of shots. So like I think they're being a little more aggressive. Uh, the problem is is that they are so horrific defensively now that you know being a better attacking team doesn't even matter. Yeah, like would you it, it, would you rather lose one nothing or four nothing? Like the it just doesn't help. Yeah, it's it's for them basically. West Brom life now can be some summed up by a would you rather game of like, would you rather fight against a bear sized porcupine or a porcupine sized bear? Like like not, you don't want to fight either. Porcupine sized bear. Wouldn't you definitely <laughs> they, rather fight the porcupine sized bear? Bears are ferocious, Andrew. I know they are. Porcupines are pretty small. But you're a human, Mike. Come on. I don't want to fight a bear in any way. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will choose the porcupine-sized bear. Well, guess who Easily. are the porcupine-sized pine bear? Oh my god, porcupine-sized <laughs> bears of this matchup. Uh, that would be West Brom, and the yes. uh, and the bear-sized porcupine would be Birdmouth. They are just yeah. going to throw some quills there and yeah. just. I'm trying to draw an yeah, analogy. Is, I'm doing a really, really job. Yikes. I'm going to bail now while I'm yeah. really far okay. behind. It's basically what West Brom have done with their managerial situation. <laughs> so we there know, we go. We know Burnmouth is going to score. <laughs> Burnmouth haven't been shut out since um, they had a three-game run in December when they played at Man United, home against Liverpool, and at Man City. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, they score against everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, in a game slate that you're looking at for this week, I mean, it, it, Liverpool players when you go when we get to the later game are going to be so overpriced in this game week slate. If you're talking about like a salary thing, that the next best option has to be Bournemouth. It's yeah, without a doubt. Um, and the you know Jordan Ibe is back from injury, so if he starts, that kind of messes things up a little bit in terms of whether we see Josh Kings also start because they don't tend to play a lot together. Does it take away from Junior Stanislas? There's talk about Jermaine Defoe coming in for Callum Wilson because um, I don't think there's ever a good reason to do that. But Wilson's been on a bit of a cold streak, so maybe Eddie Howe thinks he has to switch it up. But whatever it is, like you have to be all in on on Burnmouth. Would you play anybody? <laughs> like, would you play Matt Phillips or Chris Brunt? I, I mean, mean, obviously, if you have them, you, you have probably to play don't have much week. of a choice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Chris Brunt is. Chris Brunt's an option, for sure. Yeah. yeah he's the only one, in my opinion. I, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna rush out to get any of them to be fair. But of all of the bad options, he's the least bad. Is Rondon second? No. I well, um, who do you take ahead I guess of him? He, I guess he kind of has. Yeah, to be. he is. It's only because he has to be. Like, I don't want this to make it sound like I'm endorsing his skill level or I mean, I'm endorsing his recent form for sure. But he's definitely uh, the right paw of the porcupine-sized porcupine bear. bear. He is absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad we're sticking with that. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. I'm so glad we started. Mm-hmm. I started something there. Anyway. Uh, for Burnmouth and West Brom, there's really not much else to say. We're gonna take we're gonna take Burnmouth by most. Well, probably. I don't think it's gonna be like a one nil struggling to score affair. I'm I'm probably gonna take something like a 
two nil or three one, something like that. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth, Bournemouth don't goals Bournemouth if, if don't shut people out either. Yeah, that's the other. Yeah. Somehow the only clean sheet they have in the last my gosh, I'm just gonna instead of counting, I'll just say since November 29th, they have one clean sheet, and it came at Chelsea. <laughs> just yep. facts. I'm the not most, rubbing anything in. The most likely of places. Right. Right. Yeah, you must be excited for Arsenal though. The uh, they are the favorites to win Europa. Are they? Uh, you can't say that they're not now. I mean, there's probably. I don't even know who's still in it. Exact, exactly. Andrew. I know. I know. Salzburg's your, your, in it, and they your, beat your, Dortmund. Your path to the Champions League has been laid out in front of you. Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's what you do. That's why you need to win the Europa League. So yeah. When is that? Uh. Oh wait. So we do have the. Oh, all right. I was going to say that the Champions League draw was today, was this morning. Uh, Great. Breaking news. Barcelona, Roma, Sevilla, Bayern, Juventus, Real Madrid, Liverpool, Man City. Man, Real Madrid can't catch a break. <laughs> what? Real Madrid have been just playing like beast after beast in this tournament oh, so far. This I will say one Real Madrid is somehow underrated this year, probably because they've been so bad in La Liga. But Juventus aren't that great either. I mean, at this point, who you know, they're not a ton of small clubs. Liverpool, Man City, whoo, bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have to travel at least. They won't have to travel, but I'm actually, I'd be most looking forward to that because that's going to be offense. Like, there's going to be, yeah, they don't know how to play any other way. Anyway, let's get back to the Premier League. We have our second of yes. four games to talk about and not much time to do it. We're running out of show, surprisingly enough. Uh, so let's go on to Huddersfield at home taking on Crystal Palace. Woof. Just a terrible, terrible time for entertainment uh, in this one here. Uh, Crystal Palace, they've played better. Wolf Saha should start this week. Uh, I'm actually going to take them in, in this matchup. Um, there's not a ton of reason why. I mean, Huddersfield have been... They've kind of righted the ship over the past five games. They're back to their more defensive ways and just kind of making it difficult for opponents. But, uh, you know, they, they have a zero goal differential in the last six. I mean, Crystal Palace in their last oh, – sorry, in their last five games, excuse me. Um, for Crystal Palace, though, even though their recent results say they've been terrible, they've been against good teams and they've had some heartbreaking losses. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They're Like you said, Zaha's back, which – I mean, he's just such a clear difference maker for them. Uh, so I don't see how you can go into this game thinking like one team is significantly better than the other, though. I mean, Zaha was there for their, you know, long losing streak at the beginning. And um, if you're like, well, they have Sorloth now, that's the difference. Like now you're really stretching. So Huddersfield, I mean, they've been really bad, though. Uh, and so but they play this high pressing style that theoretically should open games up if there are mistakes made and plenty of mistakes get made by Huddersfield. So I think if you're going to look for the highest scoring game of the non Liverpool ones, I'm signing up for this one. Um, it's of, not out a of the comedy of errors, the comedy of defensive errors, not so much the, yeah, the only, the only thing, the only, I mean, in a, in a matchup sense, yes, but I also think that Burmouth can score five by themselves. Uh, that's fair. 
I mean, I think I, I think as like if you have to like take the, well, if you yeah, you, yeah I you I like this game more than Stoke Everton. I'll say that. That we <laughs> unfortunately we have to talk about that next. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I mean there are plenty of great. I mean, it's it, not like you're you're looking at your team and you're like, oh, I've got to start. Rajiv Van Lapara and Tom Ince this week. Like, he probably would have played them anyway, home against Crystal Palace. Yeah. Nope. Can't argue with that. For Huddersfield Crystal Palace, though, I do want to point out that, let's say, like, let's say by like a percentage boost, um, who do you think has a bigger impact on their team when Aaron Moy missed a couple of games with that lacerated leg or, uh, you know, when, when Wilfred Zaha had to miss any number of games for Crystal Palace, like who means more to that team in the, in the yeah. midfield? Um, I think I saw a thing somewhere that uh, Palace are unbeaten with Zaha this year, or maybe when he starts. That could be wrong. I'll have to look, go back on that. Uh, I think it's Zaha. I look at Aaron Moy uh, the same way I looked, and sorry to bring in some college basketball here, um, the same way I look at Trey Young. Um, Trey Young is Oklahoma's best player, and everyone's like, well, they're talking about whether he can be a player of the year. Obviously, Moy is not that important. But uh, they lost a bunch of games. Uh, Oklahoma lost six in a row or six of eight, something like that, Twelve of or 11 of 13. And uh, everyone's like, you know, who knows what they would be without Trey Young. And the same thing with Huddersfield. It's like, I'm pretty sure, like, Aaron Moy is impo- important. Um, but they would have lost those games with or without him. So I'm not sure he's all that important. Yeah. I, I, I'm of, I'm more of the opinion that I'm more excited to see where Aaron Moy goes next, especially if Huddersfield get relegated. I mean, where, where is he really going? Well, I mean, he, I, I, he, I think he's done enough to stay in the Premier League with somebody. You know, he'd be someone you'd want to put next to like John Joe Shelby in a Newcastle midfield. I think they're. I think you'd rather only, the guys only, they have only only because it's two white balls. Right. Yeah. That's the only, yeah. That's all you wanted. <laughs> I don't think that's. It'd be Men in Blazers' dream come true. Yeah, I think his spot in the Premier League is on a newly promoted team that may or may not survive. I don't think he's good enough where any of the clubs ahead of them need to be like, oh, we should get Moy because he doesn't want to go back to the Championship. He's a Championship player who happens to be playing in the Premier League right now. Like the rest of his team. That. <laughs> I think he's better than that. Is okay. the way that I, I'm, I'm. He does so many things, and I think that if he had more talent around him, you'd be able to see more of the traditional counting stats that you'd like to see from a from a midfielder. I mean, he has to do the tackles, he has to do the interceptions, he has to also score the goals or assist the goals and do the set pieces. I think if you lighten the load a little bit on the defensive side of what his responsibilities were, uh, it would be very beneficial to what he can provide going forward because I do think he has talent there. He just doesn't get to show it because he's so responsible in what he in what he knows uh, is a very heavy load to carry on his shoulders. But I think that's his value. And when you take that away, it, he, he's I think, worthless. well, I... I I, no, I think he becomes a higher ceiling player, but he may have a lower floor, which is not unheard of for a deep-lying midfielder. Uh, I think I think I look at it as he's a volume accumulator that is not that great at it, and that if he is not playing in a role where he has to do everything, he's Jeff Cameron. 
I'm also probably a little biased. I was on the Aaron Moy train before the right. season started. Yeah. So I just have to point that out mm-hmm. just as a as a thing. I'm just saying, like, what team do you see him fitting in on? Newcastle. That that that's the one oh, that's that I. It. Okay. I mean that that's the one I had off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, if I look at the, I mean, if you look at the bottom of the table, I mean, there's not many teams where he wouldn't fit in on. I mean, I think he'd do wonders for a West Ham side, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you, I think he would just what, become invisible. Uh, I also think he could be fulfill fulfill the old John Joe Shelby role at Swansea too. But but the, but he's but Swansea is basically playing the same role he was playing at Huddersfield. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 there's a little bit more talent in the forward line. Not much, but a little bit more. Only because of Jordan Ayew. But well, he's suspended. But it, it, it's. Uh, it, anyway, I guess I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm just biased and frustrated. It's yeah. two All things. Right. That, it's two things that don't don't. Good, combo. good takes. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, but first, awkward transition. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card. Get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. You really wanted to do that. I did. <laughs> anyway. And now, we're, and now we're back to talk about Stoke and Everton. So, I mean, this is like, this is just not – this is painful. I mean, Everton literally are painful because of how many injuries they've racked up here. When I go down the list here of who's definitely been ruled out, it, it, it includes Gilfie Sigurdsson, who if you still have him in a season-long league, probably safe to drop him. Uh, he's not coming back for a while, and you probably don't want him when he does. Uh, Ashley Williams has been ruled out. Uh, not that you were really going to start him anyway. Uh, but combine that with Elikim Mangala also being out means that there's a center-back pairing of Michael Keane and... Jags. Exactly. Not exactly what you're looking for. Uh, but I, I think uh, Idris Gay should be back. Um, I think I think everywhere else they should be okay as far as health wise. Uh, I think Theo Walcott. I think he had a he had a he had a calf muscle thing yeah, going they on. He was a cramp, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean Theo Walcott. Whenever there's anything involved, you, you got to pump the brakes just a right, little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think I Stokes ranked him not second. <laughs> I think I ranked him second among midfielders this week. Walcott? I ranked him highly. Yeah, I know yeah. I ranked Walcott pretty high. Yeah, I mean, in this week, it probably wasn't that high because you probably have three or four Liverpool midfielders. Oh, yeah, start. that's right. That's, I think I ranked him the second non-Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like um, I would play anybody I had. In the, I mean, again, you're, of course you're playing anybody, but I think on a full week I would play anybody I had in this game. Yeah, there's nothing about this matchup that scares you about either team. Yeah, it's just a lack of finishing. I mean, you're not going to start Jack Butlin, and you probably—I mean, Jordan Pickford of the two goaltenders is probably 
I look at these guys ex as the exact same person. Yeah, I mean, if this was at Everton, always. we'd probably be more on Pickford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I always, whenever I'm doing rankings, I literally have to take a second every single time and be like, wait a minute, Pickford's the Everton one and Butland's the Stoke one. They're just like the other England goalkeepers that somehow aren't <laughs> starting ahead of Joe Hart. But anyway. Yep. Yeah. All, all Who's the best pay, player in this game for fantasy's purposes? Theo. Theo Walcott. Ooh, ahead of Shakiri. Yeah. Okay. Well, th which format? I mean, it, all that's of them. For DraftKings, I'd probably say Shakiri because of the crosses. Okay. But Theo Walcott, I think Theo Walcott and Jordan Shakiri have equal goal scoring opportunities. Um, I think that's. Probably close. They're probably close if they're not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if that, I mean, Wayne Rooney has to be in a conversation now too. Yep. Even though, even though he's thre there's threats that he's not going to take penalties anymore. Well, Baines is back, so yeah. I think that's a reasonable take. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, well, to be fair, Wayne Rooney has a little bit of. I mean, he has just as much, if not better, history uh, with penalties than Leighton Baines. All right, if we talk about the entirety of their careers, I don't think it's better. I don't think has Baines ever missed. I have no idea. I think Baines is one of those players who's literally never missed. Baines hasn't taken as many as Wayne Rooney either. Sure, sure. <laughs> and he hasn't taken as many. I mean, when you talk about the amount of pressure that's been on Wayne Rooney in his career, it's exponentially greater. Yeah, he's definitely missed some huge ones. You're right. That'll learn him for the next one. <laughs> That'll learn him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's. Shall we get to the last game of sure. the weekend? Yes. All right, let's just get this one over with. It's Liverpool at home against Watford, um, four nothing. I think that's right. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, we get it. We 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 get one for each of the front three, and then like a James Milner penalty. Ooh, I don't think he he would take it over Salah, but <laughs> no, Salah would be uh, substituted out by that. Oh, already off. Um, possible uh, resting for that Champions League game in a month. Um, the. Or just, you know, let's not get anybody injured. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's 3 nothing and it's the 80th minute. In the 80th minute. Okay. Do you think um, Sadio Mane is the better captain differential to Salah, or is it Firmino? Or is it somebody else on the game week? Saha. No, if you are if you want a differential from Zaha. For, oh, Zaha, I'm sorry. <laughs> Zaha, not Salah. Zaha. Zaha. That's a horrible Wilf, decision. Wilf. Sure. Okay. Wilf, if you will. Yeah. So you would take Wilf over Firmino and Mane? If you want to go differential, yeah, you got to go non-Liverpool. That's the that's the differential. Hmm. Because I think you can get it enough without Salah. Uh, I mean, if you think that there's going to be enough points on Liverpool where Salah is not, where the difference between Salah and the next Liverpool person is, like, you're asking a lot for the difference between Salah and the next Liverpool player to be such a significant difference that it's a differential, like. A lot of a lot of a lot of Salah a lot of Za oh my god a lot of Salah's goals because we got Salah okay um, a lot of his goals are assisted by Mane or Firmino like right that's that, the point that, that's what you want like if no, you're but, if you're choosing a non-Salah captain you want somebody who's benefiting even if he scores when I think about a differential. I'm not looking for someone who's going to be close. I'm looking for someone who's going to – because if you just keep assisting on Salah's goals, it doesn't matter. 
uh, you're never going to eclipse that value. My, yeah, what, what, how, do you get more points for two assists or no assists and no goals? Just curious. The, the, fair, but what? What I guess what I'm saying is I think you'll have a lower floor with Firmino and Salah, but I think with Wilf Saha you can see you can get a higher ceiling. That's nuts. You are nuts. I, I well, it's at Huddersfield, all right. It's not a, exactly a, a terrible matchup for Wilfred Saha. Okay, <laughs> I am a believer in his talent. Uh, I I know you are. Um... I'm but very in, big on Wilfred Zaha, especially when he's on Tottenham next season. Yeah. Oh God, please no. <laughs> when he's rotating with Lucas Mora right. and everybody else on right. the right hand yeah. side that they have. Yuck. Um. Okay, I'll respectfully disagree with you then. Well, how about this? Would you like to place a friendly wager on who scores more fantasy points this weekend, Wilfred Zaha, and you can choose Sadio Mane or? I'm definitely Firmino. choosing Firmino. Yeah, I was hoping you would choose Firmino because I don't want to bet against Sadio Mane because I do love him as well. That's fine. I think both of them will finish with more than Zaha. Do you think Salah will finish with more than Zaha as well? So you yes. think all three, think all all three, three of the finish. forward yeah. all three of the forward line finish with more points than Wilfred Zaha? Yeah, absolutely. In FPL? In, in, well, yeah, that, I, actually any think I actually think Wilfred Zaha does better in FPL than other formats because he tends to score or assist. That's his. That's Wilfred his Zaha. No, I, 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 his value to me is that he's a he, he. He tends to be on the score sheet more than let's say peripheral stats. I could if, if I am one hundred percent wrong. Please let me know. Okay, I'm just saying he has four goals and two assists in well, he's twenty also starts. In twenty starts or twenty, 20 made, appearances, he's made twenty starts, twenty-one appearances. His only bench appearance was last week? Yes. Otherwise, he just gets ruled out. As you'll notice, his game log starts on August 12th, and the next game is October 14th. <laughs> but yes. Huh. I may have made a really bad bet. I'm going <laughs> to stick to it, though. I'm going to stick to my bad, bad stance. Oh, this, is, this, 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 this was not my mind, my eyes and mind to play tricks on me this season with Wilfred Saha. Mm-hmm. Um, you just happen to have watched four Crystal Palace games this year because he scored against Chelsea. Oh, there it is. He scored against Chelsea, uh, West Ham, Everton, and Leicester. That's who he, So you must have watched those games. And uh, oh, he had an assist against Arsenal. Oh, my God. He had, and he had an assist against Chelsea. No wonder you think he's so good. Goal and an assist <laughs> in a game and a half against Chelsea. You're like wondering where he is on all the golden boot talk. <laughs> Oh, I think we I think we have found my week my weak spot here in my analysis. Thank you so much for that, Andrew. <laughs> and on that note, we will end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. There's no need to talk about any Watford options. I'm passing intentionally. Uh, so thank you all for joining us on this abbreviated game week where we talked about probably in time perspective more about non-Premier League than Premier League. But it should be a lot of fun anyway for everyone listening. Thank you all for joining us. We will catch you for a more full game week in game week number 32 where we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 games. So just a normal game week. Thank you, Premier League, for making this as awkward as possible. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.